Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Episode 72, Bonus Compensation Tax and Overtime Compliance. So once you've decided the why, the who, what, when, and how to bonus your employees, you'll need to look at the compliance aspects of your plan. What's the right way to withhold federal income tax? Are the wages included in the overtime pay rate calculation? And what about pay discrimination? Let's rock this. How bonus compensation is taxed from a federal income tax withholding standpoint depends on whether or not the earnings are considered regular wages or supplemental wages. And how you withhold the tax on supplemental wages depends on whether the payment is identified as a separate payment from regular wages. The IRS regulations don't give a comprehensive definition of supplemental wages, but they do mention bonuses, commissions, and overtime pay as being included. In June of 2008, the IRS kindly issued Revenue Rule 2008-29 to help explain their twisted thinking here. I don't know why they insist on making this so difficult. Why are employers made to be tax collectors? Oh yeah, I remember. To accelerate tax revenue, hide the true amount of the tax being paid, and to make it easier to collect. Anyway, here's what they say about supplemental wages. They are all wages you pay that are not regular wages. That's it. Clear as mud, right? Well, maybe it's easier to define regular wages, and then everything else by default is supplemental. Regular wages are amounts that are paid at a regular rate for either hourly, daily, or similar period for the current payroll period. Or amounts that are paid at a predetermined fixed determinable amount for the current payroll period. I know that's not very helpful, so let me give you some examples. Let's say you had a bonus plan that paid an hourly employee 25 cents an hour for each day they showed up on time for their shift, and you paid the bonus each pay period. That would be regular wages. Or let's say you're a transportation company and you pay your employees a quarterly bonus equal to 10% of their earnings for the quarter if there were no accidents during the quarter. That's not regular wages, and therefore it's supplemental. How are supplemental wages taxed? So there are three options, but generally only two apply. The first option is to add the entire amount to the regular wage and withhold the federal income tax as you normally would. But for this to apply, you have to pay the wages as one earning type and don't separately identify them on the check stub. The second option is to withhold a flat 25% on the supplemental wages. And you can do this where you have either paid the supplemental wage separately or on the same check, but you identified the amount of each type on the stub. And the third method is confusing. It applies if you either pay the regular or supplemental wage separately or together, but you identify them separately on the stub, but you want to tax them like you do in the first method where you combine them with regular and tax them accordingly. Or it can apply if you didn't withhold income tax to their regular wages in the current or immediately preceding year. 
The people who write the tax code are masters of confusion, and I often wonder if they do it on purpose or if they're just idiots. What about gift cards, gift baskets, event tickets, meals, the holiday turkey or the holiday ham, things like that? How are those taxed? So cash or cash equivalent items like gift cards and gift certificates, those are supplemental wages and should be taxed as supplemental wages. But non-cash bonuses or rewards like gift baskets, event tickets, and food aren't taxed if they are nominal in value and provided infrequently. These items are called de minimis fringe benefits, and they're not income for payroll tax purposes. Now, the next compliance issue is overtime and whether or not the bonus is included in the regular rate of pay, which is the basis for the overtime rate. And for this, we have to determine if the bonus is discretionary or non-discretionary, because only payments that are non-discretionary are included in the regular rate calculation. Now, this is regulated by the Fair Labor Standards Act, or FLSA, and the Department of Labor enforces the FLSA, and they point out that very few bonuses are discretionary under the Act. In other words, they consider most payments to be non-discretionary and therefore to be included in the regular rate of pay basis. A discretionary bonus is a payment that's made where it's completely up to you to decide if and when and how much, whereas a non-discretionary bonus is a payment that you're obligated to make because it's part of a contract policy or a promise. Things like attendance awards and production bonuses are typically non-discretionary because they're based on specific achievements and paid at a predetermined rate. You've told your employees about them and it's easy to track and you know when the bonus has been earned. So again, non-discretionary bonus payments are considered regular wages for overtime compliance and they have to be added to your employees' earnings and divided by the total number of hours worked in the week and that gives you the regular rate of pay. And any hours worked in excess of 40 per week are paid at 1.5 times the regular rate of pay. Now, this could be difficult to manage if the bonus was earned over a long period. You have to allocate the amount over the work weeks in the earning period. So if your employee worked overtime during that period, then you have to recalculate the amount earned and pay any past due balance. And here's an example from the DOL. It says, in an effort to attract more nursing personnel, a skilled nursing facility's nursing department gives a $2,000 bonus after being employed six months. Does the bonus have to be included in the regular rate? If so, how does it need to be calculated? Yes, the retention bonus must be included in the regular rate. It was earned over a six-month period, or 26 weeks. So the weekly equivalent is $76.92. So if an employee works overtime at any point during the 26-week period, then you have to increase the regular rate by dividing $76.92 by the total number of hours worked during the overtime week and then pay overtime based on that new hourly rate. As for discrimination, all I'm going to say is to be fair. Be aware of who you're giving bonuses to and make sure you're not favoring one group over another. You've always got to be aware of how the plan's perceived. If you're giving a bonus to employees of a specific department, make sure everyone in the department is included in the plan. And make sure that any pay differentials are based on seniority, merit, quantity, or quality of production or some other quantifiable factor other than sex. And one last thought. Be careful with recurring discretionary bonuses like holiday. If you pay it every year, and the amount is always the same or it's very similar, then you're possibly creating an entitlement mentality and possibly creating a non-discretionary situation. 
by adjusting the amount, the type, and the timing, you can help keep those discretionary qualities alive. Well, there you have it. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac. Small Biz Brainiac.